Hi yogis, welcome back to another episode of uh, Run Yogi Diaries. This is your host Santosh Shiva. I hope you had a wonderful week and you also got some time to play, swim, bike, run, whatever is your thing. Every week I bring you conversations with people who are on a journey of well-being and endurance. I hope they spark some possibility in you, leave you with some tips and perhaps some inspiration to perspire. In the house today is a story of a woman who made the hard decision to put family above career. It was a tough choice. This may as well be the story of many women in our communities who are unsung heroes that dedicate their lives to homemaking and raising family. But over the course of time she discovers the passion of running that transformed her life in ways she didn't imagine. We get behind the scenes of her life journey and how the pursuit of fitness self-care through running brought joy and anchor to her life let's welcome nisha ramesh hi nisha welcome to run yogi diaries hi santosh thanks so much for having me here absolutely thanks for joining me uh, all the way from mumbai and uh, it's always fun uh, thanks to technology we are able to have these conversations over long distances right absolutely connects people across so it's fabulous yeah. really yes Perfect. Hey, so, you know, <clears throat> uh, you have a fascinating journey um, and uh, of self-care and, uh, you know, balancing uh, motherhood and uh, fitness. And you also left behind a lucrative uh, career to focus on what's important. And so that's, that's something that's very inspiring, um, you know, and uh, we want to dig into all of that, the how, behind the scenes, what happened. But before that, let me have you quickly... Uh, personally, uh, do a quick introduction and then we'll jump in. Uh, sure, Santosh. So, um, I'm basically uh, living in Mumbai uh, with my husband and my two boys. Uh, but I would say that I've uh, spent equal amount of years uh, between two very contrasting cities, Bangalore and Mumbai. <coughs> um, so, and most people would, you know, highly choose or prefer one over the other. Uh, but I've kind of found the balance to be very uh, nice and really enjoyed my time spent in both places. Um, I'm a chartered accountant by profession. Um, and yes, like you did mention, um, I did have a career and uh, which I quit uh, uh, with me being a few years into it. And uh, then I pursued this whole uh, journey of fitness. And um, it's kind of um, great because it uh, passed on to the boys and they've picked up on it as well so as a family it just feels good to be there in that space yeah yeah so my passion is yoga and uh, now of course run, running and uh, any kind of movement uh, that I take to so other than dancing I'm someone with two left feet so that just doesn't okay. seem to happen not yet not as yet yeah so, okay, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Uh, I thought all women can dance, so that was a stereotype I had. So I... <laughs> that is a complete misconception that men carry, and I've heard this from others too. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. So, um, so hey, you know, so um, I think we should um, jump in to your in, into your journey and maybe do a bit of a flashback, right? Um, uh, how it all started, you know, uh, you, you today run, run, you're a marathoner, um, but there's a story behind it from where it all started. So let's maybe flash back a little bit and uh, hear about how it all uh, got, got started for you. Uh, yes. So uh, I was into a lot of uh, sport as a child. 
uh, in school and uh, also in college. Uh, but post that, it was the very uh, typical uh, sedentary lifestyle with work and um, not so much of movement, actually literally no movement. And you also kind of get used to having um, vehicles around your, even your typical walks get shorter or almost non-existent. So it was just pretty much uh, sitting at the desk and uh, all of that plus uh, very uh, poor lifestyle I would say in terms of uh, sleep habits because of work and um, poor eating habits. So all of that uh, led to a whole lot of weight gain was just one of the things. Uh, but uh, yeah, you could just feel that whole sluggishness about yourself and generally not a feel good factor. So yeah, this was how and, many years ago? Huh, uh, uh, what so, time frame are we talking about? So this would have been um, say, uh, say around when I was 26, 27. Hmm. Uh, that's when hmm. the whole, um, I could sense that I'm slowly shifting towards um, really, really being sedentary. And uh, hmm. there is, uh, it kind of hit me that there was not much movement. Then, of course, I had my boys when I just completed. Um, I'd signed up for a yoga course once I quit my job. And then I um, had the boys. And it was then that when I saw the needle steadily shifting to the right uh, and showing no signs of turning the other way, the other direction, I was like, okay, I need to do something about this and do something about it um, dedicatedly and seriously and not just, you know, uh, try to uh, come down a few pounds and then just let mm. it be sort of a thing. And I knew I had to have a regime in place. And luckily not, um, you know, having to uh, be in that corporate pressure, uh, working for a corporate, having those pressures of... Uh, time and all of that like that kind of helped me to get going with this uh, a little more dedicatedly yeah, yeah also so. i think uh, also in your case it was a conscious choice right in the sense that yes. you, you you know there's a lot of uh, you chose to focus on something that's important which is uh, parenting uh, yes. which must have been a big a big a big decision for you right Yes, uh, like with every, uh, with most things um, in this sphere, uh, you kind of tend to develop a uh, very strong identity uh, with your job. Uh, you've been working towards that for so many years uh, with that kind of an aim in mind. And you tend to just gravitate towards like that being uh, what you, how you respond to things around you as well when people uh, approach you. So uh, a whole lot of that is like just completely built into you and you identify so strongly with it so it was very difficult to make that call initially but um, I think towards the end like once I completed my yoga course and um, I was I'm also into a lot of reading and somewhere like philosophies um, in yoga helped you like it made me question myself as to what is stopping me from making a choice that may be different or uh, that may mm. not be uh, what most people expect out of you uh, but just mm -hmm. something that works for you. And if you're in a position to be able to sail through that call comfortably, of course, along with family support and all of that taken mm -hmm. into consideration, then why not? So, yeah, yeah, it did take me. So, so what was it? What what was the what was the what was the core principle in 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 whatever you read uh, that that kind of helped you uh, so, with that? Uh, so, I just uh, realized that I. Uh, or to drop these so-called attachments uh, that you have to, uh, you know, uh, expectations uh, 
of others of yourself and try to gain a little more clarity into what works for me really and what mm. works for our family as a unit so if yeah. um my husband was uh, traveling quite a bit as well uh, it's not that it was impossible for me to you know get help and manage things but i just felt that it uh, to me at that point time i was also thinking this way that um, if i were even if i were to do this role really well and give it my all i would still i'm still justifying um you know my days my time and a uh, sense of fulfillment that was coming along with it so mm. i was very happy to do this though i know uh, there is a different school of thought that exists and i guess to each their own basically like i don't think either of the options are completely good or bad and both have their yeah, uh, yeah positives and negatives that go along with it so i think the yeah, most yeah no beautiful yeah no, the no, that's, important that's beautiful. thing was to kill the mental conflict so as soon as that stopped and i had accepted that uh, you know this is when i come to that clear conclusion i just felt absolutely fine with it and so this is the then this was the line that i just walked with yeah yeah no th- that's beautiful i, I just want to call that out like you said i think you know one can get caught with these uh, schools of thoughts right oh no you know she took a big sacrifice or somebody could have said oh no she did the, did the right thing but i think uh, to your point it's ultimately comes down to workability and priorities and choices are choices i mean if you went if you had gone that way there would have been other set of challenges you would have to deal with Absolutely. and but you chose this based on your what's focus and what's priority for you and uh, and then of course you made it work so let, that's what we're going to you know kind of dwell into but that's that's a great point that you make yeah 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 so that really uh, kept me going with the kind of decision that i adopted for um i would uh, definitely encounter people who would try to question as to why i would not resume my career or get back into but i just knew that that wasn't my calling as well so i find this a whole lot more uh, uh, fulfilling i could say yeah so yeah perfect so when you say uh this fulfilling which part uh, so uh, can you elaborate on that so the um, aspect of um, being there for uh, the kids um, also leading by example in terms of small things which may seem very insignificant like you know establishing a routine and uh, ensuring that uh, the kids kind of pick up from what they watch around uh, being around you and uh, also making it a whole lot more uh, peaceful at home like i can just imagine if i were to be in the corporate and i had to like rush off for travel and then make arrangements for the kids to be taken care of husband was traveling like they would have just uh, of course there are people who do it uh, it's definitely commendable that there are those who can manage it i just felt that if there's a choice that i could have then i'd rather keep things a little more smooth sailing so i could focus on a few more things like like uh, i mentioned my getting back to fitness and getting taking care of my health doing the same for the kids and my husband as well so yeah so that was my primary focus yeah yeah absolutely and you know uh, i think it's so beautiful anisha because uh, you know my mom was a homemaker right. and uh, i know she she gave up uh, her uh, she she trained as an ayurvedic doctor she gave up her career to raise us you know and That's incredible. Um, you know we are always thankful for that you know and and i think i think um, it's very important to acknowledge that the unsung heroes of women 
who give up their careers, stay at home for the kids. It's amazing. I mean, thank you, thank you, thank you for that. And no matter who thank judges, so much. Uh, you know, Thanks, yeah. we don't have to care for that. Nobody who, you know, people can judge and say whatever they want, but yes. it's amazing. So, uh, but what's important is that um, you also focused on self-care. You know, it was not all about, you know, the whole uh, 1970s Hindi movie, Meena Kumari style, right? Uh-huh. Oh my God, I gave up and I'm crying. That's not the case, right? It's also no, about no. balance and empowerment. Not so let's all. let's kind of yeah yeah yeah. So yeah. let's kind of uh, fast forward running. Uh, how so you know running is a core component of your life. Then how did that enter? and yeah. uh, and, and give us a sense of that. Yeah. So uh, when I um, had my when my second son was about nine months old, I developed this autoimmune condition, possibly as a response to what the body went through, and it was a skin disorder. So um, there was no cure. Um, with the typical allopathic treatment for this. Uh, the only option was to be on steroids, which would just suppress the condition, but it would not really cure it. It would come back anytime. Uh, so luckily, I found some um, local um, alternative healing method. And um, miraculously, like something that I struggled with for five, six months with new rashes erupting uh, all over my skin, um, I could kind of uh, bring this under some uh, sense of control and eventually of course I did uh, do some bit of homeopathic treatment and this got a little sorted um, but uh, that kind of made me realize that um, def- I'm definitely doing something wrong or uh, quite a few aspects of my life uh, are just not in balance uh, and yoga again is something which gave me this insight like having studied uh, the course and doing so covering so many different aspects of it uh, so I knew that I had to introspect and figure what all areas I would need to set right. So food was one such thing. And then I knew I had to take to some form of exercise. Uh, but not having done anything for so long, um, I just thought, let me start with something that I can do every day without thinking too much about it, which was brisk walking. So the earlier apartment that I lived in did not have as much space uh, even, but um, I would just do this up and down um, walking uh, in the apartment uh, complex itself. Yeah, and, and you know, you have a global audience and you have audience from other cities in India. Yeah, yeah. So Just to Mumbai give a sense is, of Mumbai. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you, it's a right? different uh, animal altogether. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You live in much smaller spaces and so space is very, a, very, a rare commodity. Yeah. Yes, and that's why I love IKEA because of the functionality of their furniture. So <laughs> Anyway, so that aside, uh, I did get into this brisk walking and um, soon after we got the opportunity to pick up um, an apartment in a slightly better uh, complex with a uh, little more amenities and all of that. Mm-hmm. So much more actually uh, vis-a-vis where we were at previously. So this place had like a one kilometer, close to a one kilometer loop that you could do comfortably. And well, here, even that is like a luxury. So if you're just thinking yeah. in terms of, I can just go so many miles with, uh, you know, no stoppage or breakage or turns or whatever, uh, that yeah. doesn't happen here. So one kilometer is a luxury. Uh, yeah. So when we moved here, again, I got uh, uh, very tied up with the move, getting the home done and all of that. So I had uh, my walk just slip into oblivion. I wasn't doing any of it and with two kids to manage and their school and back and all of that. So once again, I uh, when I saw that the needle was like steadily shifting right and showing no signs of moving in the other direction, I was like, okay, this is it now. 
now no matter what i got to put a plan in place and just get started so i think it's a whole lot about that just getting started so once i started with that i would do like a minimum of 8 to 10 kilometers walking uh, but brisk walking uh, i built it up over a few months and then sustained it around that but i could and this was what year what this year was it 2012 2012 okay yeah so and by some uh, within like november of 2012 i think i was in a good space with just that walking and i had tweaked my food a lot like i had just stopped eating out completely uh, mm. as a family we would step out on occasions the kids were very small then so it was very easy to control that aspect otherwise they would be like you know we have we want to go somewhere we want to do something so yeah, yeah right. so this kind of got manageable for me and uh, even if i would step out i'd ensure that i just have a salad and i am like i could really eat i'm a huge foodie so i think it was just thanks to genes that i wasn't crazily overweight and i was only at the mm-hmm. point where i was at but yeah um, definitely uh, it was uh, not a great sign at that point in time and i cut down sugar so like some small things that i knew that i could um, incorporate without really calling it a diet or being too strict about things So, so, so uh, on that, right? Uh, on yeah. that, did you? Uh, was there any specific? Uh, uh, did something inspire you to do that? Uh, where did you get oh, this idea? Oh, yeah, that, interesting uh, that you ask because one of the days when I dropped the kids uh, at school and I had to wait around for the school to get over because the commute was too long to make it within that short time. Of they were both very very small, uh, so I would spend my time at uh, Crossword, this bookstore. Hmm. and okay. uh, yeah so that's where i would pick up things like there was this magazine prevention that was very uh, rampant at that point in time and uh, readers digest as well so mm-hmm. i was just browsing through the magazine section and i picked up this readers digest which said new atkins for a new you uh, that okay. was new atkins for a new you the atkins diet but in a yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, revised version so when i noted that uh, i just started reading and um, the um concept kind of excited me that uh, very contrary to what we think it's possibly not uh, fats are not the enemy uh, like we would like to think but uh, like basically if i were to cut down fats but i would eat the same amount of carbs that i'm consuming right now or the levels of sugar that i was consuming um at that moment uh, things would not change much for me so that was a huge realization that dawned upon me i was not aware of it before that so then i studied a little more so gary tobes has written this book about fats and carbs and i got into the entire study of that so yeah i just ended up reading a lot and uh, being a little more focused and conscious about what i was eating so that uh, i framed my nutrition around that uh, not to say i cut out carbs entirely but i knew that refined carbs were a sure no no and i would incorporate the healthier versions in terms of um, sometimes whole wheat or whole grains so i tried to do that instead yeah so yeah, that's, that's how it. the whole uh, transition happened with the food as well yeah okay so the chance encounter all right yeah yeah, yeah. it's like uh, it's like when you are open you receive right uh, there's something out there absolutely is, yeah yeah when you begin to look for it things just manifest and uh, sort of bring it all towards you so uh, make things happen for you the universe makes it happen yeah. for you so that's great yeah, yeah. 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 All so right. That's how cool. Let's get back. So you were back. You're telling us about your walking. Now you're doing ten kilometers. Your your yeah. diet seems to be uh, changing. So hey, let's get back there. 
Yes, and then with some um, quite a few kilos shed, which I was very pleased about. And um, again, another chance encounter that I uh, met up with one of my husband's friends um, who had just done the Istanbul uh, marathon, the full marathon at Istanbul. Mm, wow. So uh, it was great that I got a chance uh, to chat with him and uh, he shared his experience. And uh, so at that point in time, when he was like, that's, I didn't even know what the distance uh, for a full marathon was. And uh, I didn't know that races were happening and people were running. So I had no clue about any of that. And yeah. uh, then when he said it's 42.2 kilometers or 26.2 miles, I was like, that's insane. Like who's <laughs> going to be, you know, running this, like you're just killing yourself. So it was not something that I look forward to ever. And I, and I told him that, you know, this is just crazy. It's outrageous. He said, no, no, you'll uh, you'll figure when you start doing it. I said, I'm definitely not getting into any of this. I'm happy with my brisk walking and it's suiting me just fine. I plug in my music and I'm like oblivious to everything else. So uh, then when, uh, that was on my trip to Bangalore. And when I got back to Mumbai, uh, I just happened to notice this um, signage. Uh, there were notices all around banners put up, which uh, was talking about a, a run that was happening. So there was a 10K run and a 4K walk. So when I saw the 10K run, I thought, oh, uh, you know, being a runner, he must be very excited to do this run. And I didn't know that races were so many that there would be many even in uh, Bangalore. But I just thought this very exciting and he may want to run this race. So I texted him saying, uh, hey, uh, look, there's a 10K race that you may be keen to sign up for. Then he said, yes, yes, go ahead, sign up. So then I said, oh, okay. So I was like, send me your details and I'll you know, get the form and sign. So back then there were no online registrations happening. Mm -hmm. So we would have to go somewhere, get a form. That's how it was uh, here when it first started. So um, this is how, uh, when uh, he responded back saying, this is, it's not for me, it's for you. So you just sign up for the 10K. I was like, what? Like, then I said, okay, I can sign up for the 4K walk, but not the 10K run. Then he's like, no, you have to run. I'll make this plan for you and you should just go ahead and do it. So okay. again, like the nutrition, like I think things just happened and I was on a path and I knew that I had to, uh, you know, get to some form of fitness and all of that. Mm. And this also just was a very chance thing that um, happened yeah. in my life, I would say, and uh, very grateful yeah, yeah. for that. Uh, so he made me a run plan and in six weeks, the run was in Jan. So I had to follow that. I could not even run half a kilometer without going completely out of breath mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I just built up from there very slowly very steadily and uh, it, it was just uh, I think one of the most beautiful feelings when I finished that 10k so yeah so within a span of six weeks I did that so my running happened uh, signing up for the race happened before I even started to take a single step with running so yeah so, so this is 2013 we are in 2013 right? yes 2013 so Jan like is when I yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. when I ran this. So that's where it got started. Yes, totally. And then I was hooked, like all you runners out there. <laughs> all you runners. <laughs> yeah. Well, all us runners now. <laughs> yes, all us runners now. So yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not in the same league of. Uh, I've uh, watched some of your interviews. Like, there's so many commendable people out there with fabulous achievements. So it's just so inspiring to see that. I think you're doing like a fab job of this. 
Oh, thank you. I think, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, I, everybody has a journey, right? Uh, everybody yeah. has unique circumstances and, yes. uh, you know, it depends on what what choices you make. Some people might go to 100, 100 milers, you know, that's that's their yeah. thing. And, yeah. um, you know, you, you might be, and, and let's get back to you. So you, you now, of course, uh, went, went on to do the, the halves and the full marathon. So that's no mean yeah. task. Uh, so let's, let's get back you. there. How did that happen? Yeah, so once I was on this journey with the, uh, once the 10K happened, then I was uh, putting in my regular runs. So it had become a regular feature now for me that I would have to just show up and do my run. And uh, it, I did have like a simple run plan, like a couple easy runs. Um, unless there was a, that I was training for a race, it would just be like one interval or, or a tempo in a week uh, for the speed work and um, one long run. So that's how the week was planned. And I would just show up and do this and log my runs uh, religiously. Uh, I don't think I missed too many days. So that's a real feel good. And um, it also started happening that there was a lot of encouragement from the community that I live in. So there would be elderly people walking. There would be other uh, you know, people just say the same age, like walking, doing stuff. So they'd always come up to me during stretching or uh, post-run stretches or whatever and they would have a short conversation saying oh so you run so at that point in time I think there were very few runners and now our community is like filled with runners so uh, it's just amazing to see how that has grown and uh, yeah so that would be a huge source of uh, encouragement for me and uh, it just felt very very good and uh, yeah. there were many who came and said okay we watch you run and we have also started or we've started working mm -hmm. out so um so that's another sense of fulfillment that I was talking about. Like you feel good that you've made a positive difference to uh, someone's life or they have taken yeah. a step ahead in their life mm -hmm. towards on this journey towards better health and fitness. So that is something that I'm very, very excited about. Yeah. So that's how I progressed slowly to a half marathon in Jan mm -hmm. 2014. Okay. So yeah, that was the Tata Mumbai Marathon, as, as it is called now. Earlier, it was the Standard Chartered Mumbai Marathon. Mm -hmm. So that's what, uh, that was my first half marathon that I ran. And uh, yeah, so it was a great experience as well. And uh, at that point in time, I would need gels and other things to keep me going even for a half marathon. So uh, yeah, now it, uh, it just seems like ridiculous. But yeah, yeah. 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 So the the person who, um, uh, who who put together the training plan for you that was your your friend right yeah that um, was uh, my husband's friend yes they studied together so, so it's also Sunil's friend coincidence oh, okay so, okay yeah 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 okay so um, so was he also continuing to support you in your training uh, as you scaled your distances and all that yes definitely so through the half marathon and the uh, and my first full so the I'll talk about the full later because it was a complete, uh, it was, a, I think, a totally crazy thing that I did. The craziest thing I may have done in my life. So, yeah, so the half marathon, uh, there was there were plans in place. And I would do my training miles. I was putting in the miles. Um, I may not have been training too much for speed and all of that. It was just largely to ensure that I could run the distance. So, it that was my uh, main plan those initial uh, days. Uh, it's not that too much has changed now very drastically that I've turned into a super fast runner. But uh, yeah, so it's just uh, that was my uh, 
plan. I did have a plan. I did have some feedback and support from him. And uh, that's how I progressed through my half and full yeah. year. Yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, um, now on hindsight, we, you know, uh, we say things like, oh, it's just a half marathon or it's just a 10K and yeah. all that. But, um, you know, uh, end of the day, the first time you do those distances, it's, it's, uh, it, it, it's formidable. You know, uh, if you've never run a mile in your life or a kilometer in your life and then you go do 10 kilometers, yes. it's huge. And uh, same with 21 kilometers. Who, how many people run 21 kilometers yeah. uh, just like that, right? So, um, and the other part is, of course, you know, pace versus distance is always an inverse proportion to that. And so if your distance goes up, you know, your pace comes down. So it by no means, um, you know, uh, a casual <laughs> walk in the park, right? Uh, totally agree. Uh, so, 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 and also a big mental, you know, op- breakthrough, right? Uh, yes. Like, like you break yes. a ceiling, like you're breaking a ceiling, and and that's that's where it starts. Yes. So, so I, I can with, I can uh, get a sense of yeah. The longer the distances, the more of that mental breakthrough that uh, yeah. you need to achieve. So, definitely. Yeah. It's, um, I think anyone who's running any of these distances and, or just a regular runner, just showing up every day and putting in the mines, it's, it's just hats off to each and every runner out there. So, yeah. So So while this was happening, so you, you, you started an active lifestyle, you started running, running regularly, you've changed your uh, nutritional intake. Uh, What happened to your, uh, the autoimmune condition? Did that get taken, that that disappear as well? Yeah, so I was told that it could recur at any point in time. Uh, but for whatever reason, uh, that just, I guess the reason was that I was moved, shifting towards a healthier lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I never had an issue with it post that. So it was just absolutely yeah. good. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. It was, I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not a doctor or anything, but a lot of times people, what I've read is autoimmune uh, conditions also because of inflammation right that yes. you know when you yes. consume a lot of uh, high inf- you know inf- high inflammatory food it tends to trigger yes. it off so uh, uh, and not, stress yeah, yeah stress yeah, is another ahead. factor um and even uh, foods basically uh, like a lot of oxidation that takes place in the body so it releases a lot of free radicals and that's how the inflammation really starts right you know uh, being on the rise in the system and if you're not consuming enough antioxidants, then you tend to not balance it out. And this leads to various autoimmune uh, conditions. And like you said, stress is also a huge factor. You're absolutely right on that. So um, it could have been either the stress of, um, you know, having just um, had the two, uh, had my two boys back to back. And that there's a whole lot of uh, different physical uh, trauma that the body undergoes. And mm-hmm. um, I guess each uh, body reacts differently to these things. And possibly that could have been one of the reasons behind this. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I just think um, once I started running, uh, it just gave me like a sense of purpose. I think it calmed me down a whole lot. And like I mm-hmm. mentioned, like, you know, this constant conflict between career and not really mm-hmm. going for it. Um, so I think somewhere uh, this... Um, replace the identity that I had always attached with uh, myself uh, as an attached to the career part of me. So now running kind of replaced that and I felt a whole lot more at peace with myself. So yeah, yeah all of that just, it just uh, kind of went with the whole flow. So yeah, like, like a happened. sense of, 
like a sense of you're doing something like a sense of you're doing something that is you know forwarding you yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so absolutely makes sense and makes also sense. feel a good sense of energy to you know be with the boys do uh, play mm. with them do things um, along with them take them out to parks yeah. and spend time with them so all of that um, also kind of enhanced uh, my sense of uh, feeling mm-hmm. that i was doing what i should be doing so yeah 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 beautiful beautiful absolutely so well this was happening a better version of you was uh, arising through this process <laughs> uh, you know your your family was getting uh, you know a happier version of you um, so then the the marathon happened so how did that happen Oh, so the marathon was a completely crazy idea, which I would not really recommend to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, twenty uh, fourteen, I ran my half, and uh, I had done another couple ten k's post that. That's it. So, hmm. all this while, twenty one point one was my maximum distance. So, obviously, uh, Jan twenty fifteen, um, I was to turn thirty five. On Jan eighteenth, that's my birthday. I'm just mentioning the date because it coincides with the Tata Mumbai Marathon for that year. Yeah. And uh, this friend of mine just said that, oh, you know what? So I had signed up for the half and had gotten my application and web and everything sorted. Uh, suddenly, with three weeks to go for the race, he was like, "You should just do the full. What? What can be better than that? You have this full marathon on your birthday. You've been putting in the miles. It's not like it's uh, not, uh, you know, completely impossible." So it's the same oh, friend that got into the 10k, right? The same yeah. friend. Yeah, 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 the same okay. friend. So, so <laughs> should we thank I, him? <laughs> uh, well, I was not thanking him while I was running the 42. Let me tell you that. So, <laughs> but he was kind enough to pace me through the run, though I did put him through a lot of hell. That was like total payback time. But yeah, but um, when we, uh, so this was a reason he just said that you know I've hmm. just checked the next few years. Uh, the race is just never going to happen on Jan 18th uh, for the next so many years because of a leap year that's coming in between and all of those reasons. And he said, by then you'll have done many fulls, but this is the best chance for you to do your first full in your city on your birthday, and you're turning 35. So what a what better gift? And I was like, really, like you know, killing my legs are not is not my idea of uh, a birthday gift. But he was like, no, 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 don't worry. All that we can take care of later. You just just sign up for this. Yeah. So it was too late so i think he spoke to someone that he knew and then got me a entry and uh, my bib didn't even have my name on it so i had to like literally write it with a uh, with a pen and uh, that's how the full marathon happened but wow. the signing up for it happened that way and my maximum distance that i could do before the race was just 24 kilometers mm. so like a half is, marathon okay Yeah, which is a complete no go. I would not recommend it to anybody. So, so let's zoom into the day of the marathon itself. Like, what <laughs> what was it like? I know you've you've run thirteen miles, right? So that's the yes. maximum distance you've run. So anything yes. beyond or twenty four kilometers is more than thirty twenty miles. Little more than thirty miles. Yeah. Yeah. So let's zoom into the when you stepped into the fifteenth mile. What what were you thinking? Oh, <laughs> you've already happening? gone to the fifteenth mile. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's when all the courses and everything started. So first of all, Mumbai is uh, let to just uh, give you a bit of a background. Uh, Mumbai, it starts getting really warm and humid. Though January is supposed to be a month that is relatively cool compared to a uh, whole lot many other months, uh, but 
by the time it's Jan 18, mid-Jan, it kind of tends to become get warmer. So most people, I think, should run this marathon only if they are anywhere trying to complete it within four hours or so. Like anything beyond that, the sun is out and um, you're running also towards the sea, which makes that area a lot more humid and very stifling. So it becomes really challenging weather-wise to uh, run this uh, race. So it's a tough course, uh, definitely in that sense. And uh, also there are a few uphills, but nothing too, um, nothing too daunting. But yeah, I mean, for someone who's not a trained runner or who's never run that distance before, it definitely proved to be a huge challenge. So until the halfway mark and even up to 28 kilometers, I was mm. going comfortable. I was running all mm. the way. Everything was smooth. But uh, somewhere between 28 and by the time it was 32, I was on this stretch of road with no tree cover, no shade. The sun was like just completely uh, killing it for us. And uh, there was a sponge that I grabbed onto. I think that was my best friend for the remainder of the race. Um, so I was just like uh, hanging on to that and pouring water in it wherever I could find it and just using it at the back of my neck. So all of those crazy things happened. Um, at 32, I just wanted to quit. And uh, I was like, it doesn't make sense because at any point in time until then, I was never really feeling my body hurt in any way. So I've never had like those typical aches and pains or you know knee pain or back pain but mm. at 32 i could feel every bone in my body i was like oh god this is just not happening and i don't want to run like this like i want to run feeling good about the run and that, and that is your birthday yes it's my birthday i would have rather what a been to like celebrate. celebrating with some champagne and not this so <laughs> uh, getting just being in the blistering heat so then uh, I said, um, you know what, let me just stop here. So my family met me at the 28K mark. My husband and my boys were there. They waved out and cheered for me and gave me a hug and all of that. And at 32, I was like, okay, this is it. I'm just going to quit. And um, at that point in time, this strange thought entered my head that uh, if I could uh, just think about it, I was just talking to myself and saying, just think about this. If you got to do the 42, you got to run these 32 kilometers once again. And I was like, no, 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 I cannot do that. Let me just do the 10 and be done with it. So, yeah, that's what got me restarted. And after a short break with some water and ice, I just started running again. Um, at one of the flyovers, which um, just um, approaches as you move towards the finishing um, point, uh, there was this old man who was running. And uh, he, he was about 79 years of age. And he turned to me and he said, oh, this is, well, this is my full marathon too. So, and uh, my first full marathon too. So I was like, just, it just blew my mind that someone at that age wasn't giving up or the heat was not bothering him. His age wasn't bothering him. And he was just going. And from that point onwards, I think I just didn't walk at all. I said, I have to run and finish this race. So like you find these, uh, little inspirations along the way uh, in in the form of people their experiences or someone just pulls you along and yeah. uh, that is such a fabulous uh, feeling i think oh, that's beautiful that is amazing so you know it's look at look at that right so first of all you got to give credit to you because uh, you know i think the mindset of not quitting was key there right and yeah. you didn't want to quit you you know so that's and and then you you kind of picked on these different you know 
ideas and thoughts that actually helped me propel for, forward and the 17 year old man running was the, probably the you know the tipping point right absolutely yes totally he was a yeah. tipping point in me finishing the race strong and not just like you know trying to walk and crawl my way through it literally so yeah yeah it just pepped me up completely yes it's amazing how uh, the body just generates energy yeah. when your mind makes up makes it yes. up right yes so i think a lot of this long distance running is just to do with the mind otherwise like things like mm. comrades which is like 90 kilometers uh, or so like i can't imagine yeah. how anyone would get through that and many many people have so that's uh, extremely inspiring too yes i think it's a lot yeah. of mind that is involved more than the you know, physical and, and there's such so much cliche around this right mind over matter and all that but actually when you do a marathon you experience it you or, or any kind of uh, long distance running you experience it yes any it's, it's endurance it's not cliche it, you really you, you really go through that pain cave and you really yes. have to yeah that cliche becomes very real for you so yeah. uh, you totally totally feel it and uh, yeah. yeah so i escaped from this completely unscathed luckily no injuries or any such mm. thing i was absolutely fine the next day and i could so people told me you can't really squat you can't climb stairs you can't go down stairs and all of that and i was like luckily i didn't experience any of that but just for a yeah. one single deadened toenail so i lost a toenail but that was all right <laughs> hey that that's so, that's a you know that's one of those uh, uh, you know what do you call it um, it's it's a trophy it's a trophy kind yes, of a trophy yes. you know runner's a trophy that you Look, wear proudly yeah 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 <laughs> So yeah. Awesome. Congratulations. So Thank 2014, you. right? We are in 15. 2014 now, right? 15. 15. 2015. You've done your first marathon. Yeah. Uh so another, you know, breakthrough, a uh, ceiling has broken through. Yes. And then what happened? Did you just come back and sign for the next marathon? No, 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 no. So I'm definitely not one of those uh I would say <laughs> not that crazy. super adventure. Yeah, not that. And even this crazy wouldn't have happened had it not been for me being pushed to my Uh, a yeah. very brink so i'm actually in that sense i would say that i'm a very um a person who prefers to be in a bit of a comfort zone like i would not want mm. to uh do something crazy and then have a setback and all of those mm. things so for me if i'm training regularly that itself was good enough yeah, and yeah. Uh, i was happy with that that i was able to do my everyday runs and be dedicated about it and um, you know my body was also it was not like i was battering it overly either so it was important for me because i didn't have to get back and be on my feet through the dates uh, it was not like i uh, you know i could even sit down or rest for a while like with the kids and their schooling and having to commute back and forth so it was a whole lot of movement for me through the day as well so um this was what i kind of uh, you know felt that this is my zone of operation or uh, this is yeah. how much i can do and i was happy doing that uh, whatever little i was uh, doing so 2017 and 18 or uh, 27 16 and 17 i just did half marathons uh 2018 um sorry 2019 i ran the athens full oh nice so uh that was again a crazy thing so what happened in between was um my sister was going through a pretty rough patch in her life and uh, mm. she made the move uh, from bangalore to mumbai so there was a short while while she was staying with us okay and uh, at that point in time um, i had already i was well into my running schedule and following it diligently and all of that 
so she was an athlete through school of uh, she would run many track events uh, but uh, of course the tip, the same thing um worked for her as well like she was into work and sedentary lifestyle uh, putting on weight and all of that so at this point in time she had not done much of uh, any kind of physical activity but um, when she came here to stay with us um, she was like you know nesh i got to i got to change something about myself too and i it's incredible that you're doing these runs and it's just fascinating to see how you've picked this up so i would like to try it too and uh, so in the few months that she stayed with us um, i slowly worked got her to work up to a 10k and i remember the it was in the complex itself we she finished her first 10k and then we had this huge hug moment and those were pre covid times so there was no one like to watch and say oh you cannot do this and social distancing mm-hmm. so yeah so that was fabulous and uh, since she picked up on that she really really took it forward very nicely and she was an athlete so the body kind of you know response to uh, running was far 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 better for her she also uh, signed up with a run club here in mumbai and she would train with a group and um, with all of that she got really really good at running she had a few podium finishes with the half marathon distance and uh, the 10k's too um and then uh, she made this plan of let's just do the athens and uh, okay. it's the authentic marathon so i was like okay so i'm not going to definitely not have the chance to train like you but i will just try and complete it as was my uh, take on that but she was like no no we're going to run and we're going to finish together and we're going to do this and that and nice. uh, so yeah and that's how the the race uh, we signed up for that race and we made a holiday of it as well so mm-hmm. yeah so it was a really nice experience to have done that awesome yeah you know a uh, lot of times um, you know what what you just shared is so so beautiful and there's so much gold in it right uh, because a lot of times we think associate running with physical you know physical fitness i, I think it's such a uh, such a misnomer R- look at your story right uh, you and your sister you know bonding over something and you know running just is incidental and you know reviving your relationship going out and doing uh, you know a run together and then also making a holiday of it you know those are human experiences there's nothing yes. to do with physical fitness right and then your whole story of you know completing the marathon when when everything was giving in is 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 not just a physical thing it's uh, such a such more more than that right so uh, a lot of times uh, pe- people always look at runners and say oh it's you know it's such a f- it's for physical fitness i think that's the lowest denominator in my opinion right i totally agree with you on this santosh i don't think you could have uh, put it into words any better than what you just did you've summarized it so well so and this is why those distances or those time or you know how good you are or how where you're progressing like none of those things really come into the realm at all it is just yeah. that feel good and um, i think it also sensitizes you to uh, somewhere to uh, you know making those around you also feel good about um, yeah. getting into such things maybe if not running at least you trigger them to start something or uh, move in the right direction with their health and their life yeah. and um, yeah. there have been so many such instances where lives have been impacted because of some mm-hmm. because it just puts you in such a positive frame of mind that you can't yes. help but share that and want that for others to happen too like you want people to grow with you uh, on this yeah. journey yeah so that's a very beautiful yeah. thing so uh, talk, coming back to the athens run uh, we were going along sailing along together very nicely 
uh, up to a certain point. Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of how that course is. It's a lot of, it's like a lot of uh, ups and downs. So it's like rolling hills, literally. And I was, uh, my training just happened within the apartment complex. So I had not really prepared with uphill. That's what I could do at that point in time, given the time that I could devote to this. So this, I was slightly better prepared because I could do a few 30K plus runs. At least I had that to my credit. And I didn't want to want a repeat of the first full. Um, so, but then I was not, uh, I was not too aware that there were so many uphill and downhill and it would take a complete toll on my hamstring and calves eventually, uh, if you're not prepared for that kind of uh, a run. And uh, so until again, the 24, 28, I was absolutely good. We were going together at a very comfortable, a good pace. And uh, by the time I was like at that 29, 30, I was just, you know, beginning to tell her, you know, you should, she was looking strong and comfortable. She was like, you should just go ahead. And at that point, uh, she was like, uh, no, no, let's, let me just be with you. Let's just do another kilometer. Let's just do an, it was like, just like you said, it was so much of uh, an emotional mo moment um, with a very physical kind of a feat. So, yeah. uh, but there was nothing about at that point in time about the physical ability or, uh, you know, uh, nothing about the ego. So none of those things were there in the picture at all. She was like, yeah. I just want to be with you. Let's give it another couple kilometers and then we'll see how it goes. And yeah. uh, then we continued, but I, I was, I could sense that I'm slowing her down. And the, mm -hmm. the thing is when uh, people run at a certain pace and you're like holding them back, uh, it gets very difficult for them as well to finish it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I did not want that to happen at uh, any cost. And then I had to really convince her. So there was a long part of that thing where she would just keep turning back and trying to tell me. Then she was like, she was stuffing me with all the gels and this and that. I was like, no, you just take it and go. I'm good. And there are so many stations on the way. So it's, it was not like, you know, I would really run out of stuff. And um, yeah, so she completed. Uh, she Eventually she went ahead, but she was like, there was so much of like, some tears welling up and this and that but uh, it was just a very beautiful moment and i don't think like i'll ever forget it and she went on of yeah. course she completed well ahead of me and i was not even certain i'm going to complete because i could see very fit uh, looking runners um just fall by the wayside and they could just not move because it completely cramped up uh, in the calves and hamstrings so um it was really very sad to and they were pretty close to the, like it was just another 4K to go or 5K to go and they, they just could not move. Like those yeah. moments really make you feel like there was, you wish that you could do something to even just tell them you could just mm -hmm. walk it or just assist them. So yeah, that was like a bit of a sad part of the race for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And even I was not sure what I was going to do. There were many times when there were buses on the other side just picking up people who wanted to stop. And it mm -hmm. was so tempting at that point in time to say, you know, this is it. Like, how does it matter? I just want to come and I had, I had a good time. I ran with my sister for a yeah. few miles. So the mind starts telling you all those things to want to give up. Uh, but then, yeah, yeah I, I did complete it. You finish inside the Olympic Stadium, the original uh, stadium. Wow. And it was just fabulous. Yeah. You have people giving a awesome. commentary at the background and it was just really great. Lovely. Yes. Lovely. <laughs> Terrific. So, so yeah. what's next? What's next for you? So you've done Athens 2019, of course, then we got hit by pandemic and the races yes. have come back now. So, uh, so are you planning here, something? Uh, so here we still haven't had any physical races happening. A lot of it has been just registering online. And I'm also um, 
so other than the athens which just happened i was i've not been i had not been signing up for too many races either for me running had become mm-hmm. more of you know i just wanted to uh, stay on track and keep working at getting better but with shorter distances i realized with the 42 that there is a lot more um preparation involved you do mm-hmm. need to have a lot of strength training going on the side and uh, you need your rest and recovery and uh, all of those things have to be in line your lifestyle changes like quite a bit uh, it's yep. not that um, even otherwise i'm conscious about how much i socialize and all of that but still uh, and then the family also right like so many of your outings or your trips or so many things uh, revolve just around the running part yeah. Yeah. yeah so i had somehow come to um, the conclusion that i would be comfortable sticking to the getting better at the half marathon distances unless something like the athens comes up and uh, we make a holiday out of it and uh, just to yeah. just run to explore the a new route and a new feel a new experience to the uh, running yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. so and, that's and um, <clears throat> while you were training for the marathon i'm sure you had to balance uh, you know uh, your responsibilities at home and how, how did you juggle that yes so i definitely had to do that um so the thing that went out of completely out of my um radar was the social uh, mm. socializing bit because i could not compromise on the home front um, yeah. there's nothing you can really give up on um, and that i could have had a yeah. uh, little more help in terms of say cooking meals and all of that is available here but somehow mm. we just gotten used to planning our stuff around this and it was working for everyone so i didn't want to tweak any of that and it was mm. not like you know running was not like a career for me or something that mm. um, had to be done yeah. with a uh, to the exclusion of all else so i would mm. put it like that so yeah so socializing yeah. bit took a little bit of a hit during those months that i was training for the marathon i would want to get my quota of sleep i was particular about that um i was trying to eat as uh, healthy as possible and try to get my nutrients in so i think um, all of those little things help a long way during the race despite it being a challenging course despite me not having trained adequately as i should have for a course like that uh, i think i could still make it and i think it was largely due to this preparation so yeah these Perfect. things help yes awesome so, so hey you know we we covered quite a bit of ground in your journey where it yes. started how it peaked and you know where you're kind of generally headed uh in terms of half marathons but i think long story short you you know you, you've really taken on self care and you know uh, fitness has become a core part of and i think the, 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 the at least what i'm hearing is that's possible for anyone uh, you know yeah. you you don't have Absolutely. to give up on yourself when you make choices you know you make choices but Absolutely. it doesn't have to be at the expense of yourself right so that that's what i would i'm taking away from your uh, in what you in what you've done absolutely santosh so i think uh, everyone um, are at some kind of a crossroads in their life at different mm-hmm. points in time or uh, you do make your choices uh, it is just that you have to be very aware of what those what the consequences of those choices are and as long as you are comfortable with that and at the max i would say you need to consider your immediate family uh, beyond yeah. that i don't think it should um, really matter so much uh, your content yeah. with that it's taking you where you want to go and you're yep. feeling good about it and uh, the larger impact that you choose to have you're able to get that so mm-hmm. i think all of yep. those factors just 
uh, put things in place. I think a whole lot of it is uh, of that thinking is attributed to yoga and um, the courses that I did, and some somewhere mm -hmm. it uh, really helped me frame my thinking a whole lot better. So yeah, yeah it was it's Terrific. been a great journey so far. Yeah, beautiful. So, hey, we're coming to a last part, um, you know, moving on to the last part of our uh, conversation where I have a fun Q&A round with my guests. So, are you ready oh, for okay. that? Yes. <laughs> Done. This is a surprise. All right. So, my first question, which is my favorite question for everybody. We all think that all runners uh, only eat, eat healthy food and live a healthy lifestyle. But uh, I think we all love junk food too. So, what's your favorite junk food? that you like to indulge in every now and then? Uh, my favorite junk food would be, I think, pasta. Like a white sauce pasta. pasta. Yes. White sauce pasta. It's not entirely <laughs> junk, but it's still okay. It is very, <laughs> For very someone junk. someone like you who's... <laughs> <laughs> and okay, yeah, I have okay, a sweet okay. tooth. So I, I think pretty much all sweets are a big indulgence for me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Any particular to a sweet that calls your name? Chocolate, uh, salted, caramel, anything. Ah, okay. So I think I think that's that's your favorite junk food. Yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> you can't say no to it. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. I just yeah. have it every single time it's offered. Cool. Next one is what's your favorite running gadget? It used to be the iPod, the hmm. Nano, but that's no longer. They don't make it anymore, and I was forced to give it up. Uh, yeah. I would say uh, now it's my watch. My very faithful old garmin okay okay yeah uh you said uh, you listened to music uh, when you were talking about uh, what's your favorite genre of music um i don't have a favorite i just love music so but a whole lot of old rock is um, something that i listen to over and over again including on my runs so a lot of floyd a lot of um, so you yeah. can kind of guess the pace of my runs by the songs that I listen to, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so Metallica, yeah. Floyd, all of this, uh, Guns N' Roses, a lot yes, of these yes. favorites. Yep. Seventies hard rock, you know, that's yes, my favorite 70s genre Seventies and eighties. Oh, excellent! Seventies. <laughs> Good to know that. Yeah, yeah. If you actually go to uh, Apple Music, uh, they yeah. they actually have a playlist of seventies hard rock essentials. It's I just love it. <laughs> me best. too. Me too. Yes, I think it's a great job. Awesome. Yep, yep. Uh, your your favorite time to you know work out, run, sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. Sunrise. All, yeah, early very early risers, all of us. So. Oh wow. Yeah. Is it a <laughs> Mumbai thing? I think um, I don't know if I would uh, be sounding a little off in saying this, but it's a very Tambran thing. So, <laughs> like I, I mean, no, me. Yeah. yeah, I think that is what it is. So. Throughout our childhood, that's what we've been used to, what we've been seeing uh, or experiencing. So even studies for us was like, you know, mom would be okay for us to wake up early, but never stay up late. So just, well, I'm just a tambram and I'm I'm a tambram. I'm not an early morning person. I'm not an early morning person. Okay. okay. All right. <clears throat> the last question I have is, it's a movie question. If we made a movie of your life story, what genre would you put it in and who would you hire to play your role? Oh, God. That's a tough one. <laughs> what genre? I think uh, I think it would just be uh, an inspirational genre. 
something that inspires and yeah. um, who would play my role you want a bollywood name to this whoever you pick Actually, you pick no clue i don't mind doing it myself so that's something i would okay. love to try have a try at yeah why not okay okay yeah. so we don't have we, we just need a producer then we don't need a new actor <laughs> yep yep yes totally okay wonderful yeah. wonderful Yeah. Great. Hey, you did well on the Q&A. Um Thank you. and uh, learned a few more things uh, in the process and here's your, you know, virtual hamper. <laughs> Thank you so much. I don't have a real one. Loving it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, Nisha, <clears throat> I think we're kind of um, coming to the end of our conversation. Um yes. uh, thanks for sharing your uh journey with us. Give you the last word, any final message to our audience. uh so yeah i have this uh, quote that i'm just going to read to you uh it mm. says what lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us and mm. uh, this is something that i would like to uh, leave behind as a message that i wanted to share with everyone who's watching this um it doesn't matter what your journey has been so far or what lies ahead of you but you can or uh, you know just go into your depths and bring about the change that you need to to make things better for you so and you can change paths at any point that you choose so you just got to start and uh, that's yeah. the message uh, i would also like to thank you santosh for um, this lovely platform to share my story and uh, this platform has been inspiring like few of the videos that i've watched have been really fabulous uh, chi running dani dreyer that's another person that uh, I've always uh, been reading uh, his books and trying to incorporate a lot many of his techniques. So thanks for the great work that you've been doing and uh, you know bringing this to everyone uh, all the runners out there and maybe those who want to be runners and they would know how yeah. to get started yeah. So yeah, really thank you very absolutely. much. Absolutely. Thank you Anisha. Yes. I'll let you uh, <clears throat> go and enjoy enjoy the rest of the evening and uh, we should stay thanks in touch so thanks yes, a lot yes certainly thanks bye. and so much bye bye